Hello, Tungaloid team. Welcome to the TungueCast, your in-depth look at different facets of Tungaloid to help you close that deal. In this episode, we listen to a conversation on the shop floor about indexable barrel milling and the major competitive edge it provides to the end user. Hey, Mike. Thanks for joining me for lunch. I hate to talk shop over lunch, but I feel this is another critical situation. You helped me out five years ago when we became uncompetitive, and we were losing customers and losing money. You pointed out to me that it wasn't offshore competitors that were killing us. It was how I was doing my roughing operation. Once I switched over to Tungaloy's do-feed, high-feed milling, we were able to cut our roughing cycle in half. That was a game-changer. It allowed us to win lots of new profitable business and buy some of the latest and greatest equipment. Without that advice back then, I am certain we would be out of business. David, I'm happy we could help. I agree, if we didn't switch to DoFeed, we would probably be out of business too. I am at that same point right now where I can't figure out why we have lost our competitive advantage. I am losing mold work and I don't know why. My customers tell me the price of the winning bids and it is often below my cost. I immediately thought they must be buying this offshore, but they are not. But rather than jump to that conclusion again, I thought I would talk to you. Happy to help out, David. So tell me, what are you struggling with? Well, I really don't know. Why are our competitors beating us every time? We have hired some of the best machinists, we have the latest five-axis machines, but we have lost our competitive edge. Tungaloid Dofeed cut your roughing cycle time in half years ago, but what are you doing to finish your mold? I think we are state-of-the-art for finishing. We use a single-insert ball-nose end mill and try to run lights out whenever possible. I will throw a roughed-out mold block on the machine, we will machine it night and day, after that, we take it off for hand polishing. These two are by far our longest processes. How long does this take you? Depending upon the size of the mold, usually about 60 hours for the ball nose portion. Wow, that is excessive. I think you could better utilize your five-axis machines and reduce your cycle time significantly. Like you, our finishing was our longest cycle time. Hand polishing was excessive. Now with Tungaloy's indexable barrel milling for semi-finish and Tungmeister barrel mills for finishing, we've reduced our finishing operations by 70%, making us more competitive and much more profitable. You invested heavily in five-axis machines. Now you need to put it to use. I have heard of barrel milling but I'm not sure how it works. What's the basic principle behind this technology? Let me ask you, what diameter ball nose tool are you using? I use a 20 millimeter ball. Okay, you have a 10 millimeter rad, so your step down would be about one millimeter? Correct. If I remember correctly, your typical wall height is about 300 millimeters. Yes, that's right. So that would take 300 passes. Exactly. What if you went to a 30 millimeter rad? Whoa, that's not gonna work. First, that would be a 60 millimeter diameter. I couldn't get into the areas I need to get into. 20 millimeter diameter is the max I can use, and the cost of a 60 millimeter insert would be crazy. I didn't say a 60 millimeter diameter, I said a 30 millimeter rad. I understand, I had a hard time getting my head around this too, but basically we would put a 30 millimeter rad on an insert that fits into a 20 millimeter diameter. That's interesting. How does that help? Well, with a 30mm rad rather than a 10mm rad, your step down would be much more, meaning we can produce the same wall with 40% less passes. Well, what about the cusp height? Won't I just have to do more finishing and polishing? No, this would leave the same cusp height, just 40% less passes. In fact, the cusp height would be the same, but the distance between cusps would be greater, so it would be less hand polishing. Okay, Mike, I'm gonna ask you to go over this again. I still don't get it. Of course. You will recall when you are turning apart on a lathe, you must consider the radius and how it impacts surface finish and feed rate. For example, if you run a 0.4 millimeter nose radius on an insert and your feed rate is 0.8 millimeters per rev, what kind of a surface finish will you get? 
Well, that's easy. If your feed is greater than the radius on a turning insert, you're going to end up producing a thread and of course the finish will be horrible. So how would you get a better surface finish in this case? You would either slow the feed rate down to less than one half the nose radius, or you would switch to a larger nose radius. That's right. You would go to the largest radius you could use. If you went to a 3.2mm rad, you would be able to feed at 1.6mm per rev and still get a good finish. So you would end up with a good finish and a fast feed rate. That's a good theory, but you must consider the corner radius on the part. It's not often you see a radius call out on a blueprint for 3.2mm. Exactly, so if you're turning and you need a good finish on a part and fast feed rate, you will use a larger radius. But if the part calls out a small radius, what would you do? In that case, I would use a wiper insert. The wiper insert mimics a large radius but still produces a small radius in the corner of a shoulder on the part. Now you have it. The barrel mill is like a wiper insert in that it mimics a larger radius but is still on a smaller diameter tool. In this case, our step down or pitch can be increased significantly, reducing the number of passes required, producing the same or better finish. Okay, I get it now. But you said I could reduce my finish operation by 70%. This explains 40% by reducing the number of step downs, but where's the other 30%? How many effective teeth do you have on your single insert ball nose? That's the beauty of the single insert ball nose. It has two effective cutting teeth on one insert. That's good, but this tool has four effective cutting teeth, so we can run this at double your current feed rate, cutting the cycle time in half again. So let's use 100% as your current cycle time. By reducing the number of passes by 40%, that leaves 60% of your original cycle time. Now we cut that in half by doubling the feed rate, and we are at 30% of your original cycle time, or 70% reduction in cycle time. Yeah, but four inserts versus one insert? I am going to burn through a lot of inserts. That's what I thought at first too, but the opposite occurs, and not only that, it reduces your downtime significantly. You're gonna need to explain that to me. How long does your single insert ball nose insert last? About 4 hours of cut time. So, based on your 60 hour cycle time, you would go through 15 ball inserts to finish your mold. That's about right. It is a finishing operation and we can't afford a mistake, so we change the insert early. This Tungaloy tool has four cutting inserts, each with two cutting edges, as opposed to two with your single insert ball nose, so we should go from four hours cut time to eight hours of cut time. But since we're running with less step downs to do the same work, and we reduced the cycle time from 60 hours to 18 hours, you will only need to change the inserts three times compared to the ball nose at 15 times, using the same safety factor. Not only that, but these inserts have two cutting edges per insert, so you would only use eight inserts and have plenty of unused edges for your next job. The way I see it is you will reduce your cycle time from 60 hours to 18 hours, and even at a conservative $150 per hour, you'll save $6,300 per mold. On top of that, you reduced your downtime to index 15 times for the single insert ball nose insert to three times for Tungaloy's barrel mill. And you will use less inserts. Even if the ball nose inserts were free, you would be losing money by not switching. Sorry to be so cautious, but when I have this much time into the part and I'm finishing it, the last thing I want is an insert to shift, move, or chip. The single insert ball nose insert is held into the pocket like a vice grip. It's not moving. I get it. You certainly don't want to damage the part at this stage. The Tungaloy barrel mill has dovetailed pockets, so the insert slides into the dovetail and it's ultra secure. It is not simply relying on the screw alone to prevent movement. Rather, the pocket and insert design is preventing any movement. That, together with Tungaloy's premium fine grade AH9130, you can rest assured there will be no movement and the inserts will last extremely long, even with heavy feed rates. Couldn't I just do this with a special ground solid carbide end mill? 
I suppose you could, but why would you want to? Solid carbide is very expensive and the long reach you need would be crazy expensive. You're talking about a 20mm diameter end mill and the reach required would make this a long tool as well. And of course, once it's worn out, the super expensive tool is done and thrown into the recycle bin. Tungaloy's barrel mill fits into Tungaloy's tongue flex connection. That means the cutter body simply screws into the tongue flex shank for a precise fit with no runout. You decide how long you need to stick out. This gives you the option of steel or carbide shanks. This is by far the most economical method of barrel milling available on the market today. This sounds like a game changer. Do you think I could use this on some of my other jobs in the shop? Absolutely. The medical parts you are doing would be a great application, as would your aerospace turbine blades and that application on your landing gear. That's just to name a few. Use your imagination. There are countless applications. Wow. I see. That is amazing. I'm going to call Tungaloy. Don't wait too long, David. By using the barrel mill, you will get a big competitive advantage. You'll win more business and make more profit, but it's just a matter of time before all your competitors switch to barrel milling and you won't have that advantage. So start right now. This has been Tungcast, diving into Tungaloy's barrel mill that will give end users a major competitive edge. We will be periodically bringing you similar dives into other Tungaloy products and services. To hear more, subscribe to us on your podcasting app of choice. Well, that wraps up this edition of Tungcast. Thank you for joining as we improve, evolve, and add to your understanding of Tungaloy.